Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Inshallah, continuing with our series, Paths of Peace, where we are looking at the mention of peace and tranquility, serenity in the Qur'an, and reflecting on how we can incorporate and achieve greater peace and tranquility within our own lives. In Surah Al-Furqan, at the end of Surah Al-Furqan, Surah number 25, there is a very famous, a very well-known passage of the Qur'an that is typically referred to as Ibadur Rahman. There are certain passages in the Qur'an that are very important when it comes to certain concepts and certain teachings. And there are certain passages in the Qur'an that have been identified as part of the core curriculum about learning faith, learning belief, learning iman, learning how to be a believer. A devout believer and a devout servant of Allah. This passage in Surah number 25, Surah Al-Furqan is one of those passages. And it begins very famously in ayah number 63 with the phrase, وَعِبَادُ Rahman," And the slaves of the most merciful. And, in this, and from here, Allah lists many, many qualities and characteristics of these slaves and the servants of the most merciful, Allah. And Allah ends and concludes by mentioning their reward, which we'll talk about in another session. But in the very first verse, the very first quality and characteristic that Allah shares with us about the people whom he refers to very lovingly as the servants of the most merciful. He says, they are alladina, they are those who yamshuna ala al-ardi They walk on the earth with humility. They walk on the earth with modesty, humility. 
And further, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and when ignorant people engage them, when ignorant people confront them, when ignorant people address them, they say peace. Meaning, they give them salams, salamu alaikum, and they move on their way. They go about their business. So, there's many, many things that Allah mentions here. First and foremost, Allah reminds us of the fact that we are not the servants of just any Lord or Master, but we are servants of the true Lord and Master, who one of His most important and significant attributes is how merciful He is. How extremely kind, forgiving, benevolent, compassionate, and merciful He is. Now, the second lesson here, Allah talks to us about, they walk on the earth, hawnan, softly, gently, with humility, with modesty. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in another surah, surah al-Isra, surah number 17, Don't walk around in the earth with arrogance. With arrogance, with conceit. You do not have the ability to split the earth open. Nor are you as tall or as big as a mountain. So what makes you so arrogant? You can't split this earth open. You're not as big as a mountain. Then why are you full of such, so much hot air? And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks to us about walking with humility. And the ultimate role model, the most beautiful example of this, is the Prophet Because it describes the way the Prophet used to walk as It was as if the Prophet looked like he was walking downhill. If you're going downhill, how you walk very gently, slowly, carefully, and you kind of have yourself lowered, you have your shoulders kind of hunched over. That's what the Prophet ﷺ looked like when he walked. He didn't walk arrogantly with his you know, chest stuck out and staring people down and yelling and screaming at people and you know, waving his arms around at people. No, but the Prophet ﷺ looked down, he was quiet, and he would walk in a fast pace kind of almost like hunched over. Even though the Prophet ﷺ normally had amazing posture. There are narrations that describe his posture that his chest would always be straight and his neck would look long. When he would sit, he had amazing posture. But when he walked amongst the people, it was almost like he was hunched over out of the sense of modesty and humility that he had. And so that's the first, that's the second attribute Allah, or the first attribute Allah tells us of these people is that they walk with humility. Now, walking with humility also means you are not walking around picking fights with people. You're not walking around looking for trouble. You're not walking around staring people down and being rude and obnoxious and confrontational with people. You're not doing any of that. But as we know how the world works, 
It's inevitable that somebody's gonna, somebody's going to do that with you. You cannot be looking for any trouble. But inevitably, trouble will come find you. That's just the sunnah of Allah. That is how this world works. That is how Allah created this dunya. So when it comes to trouble finding you, what do you do in that situation? Just like the hadith about fasting. The Prophet said, مَن لَمْ يَدْعَ قَوْلَ زُورُ وَالْعَمَلِ بِهِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَ أَنْ يَدْعَ شَرَابَهُ وَطَعَمَهُ That someone who does not stop engaging in evil speech and behavior in the month of Ramadan doesn't stop being evil, doesn't stop evil conduct, evil behavior then you know what? The Prophet says, Allah doesn't need you to starve yourself, to deprive yourself. Eat and drink whatever you want then, because you didn't get the point of fasting. Right? So he's talking to us about the meaning behind fasting. But so the Prophet is saying, you don't cause any trouble when you're fasting. But then you know what he says? But then the Prophet said, However, once again, it's inevitable, somebody's gonna come pick a fight with you. And when they do come pick a fight with you, then you just say, I'm fasting. And you back away. Similarly here, Allah has said, the true servants of the most merciful Allah, they are those people who walk with humility in the earth. They don't cause trouble, they don't go looking for trouble, they don't make trouble. But sometimes trouble comes and finds them. And when trouble comes and finds them, وَإِذَا خَاتَبَكُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ And that trouble comes in the form of human beings, Allah tells us. That when ignorant people come and confront them, قَالُوا سَلَامًا They say salam. And so there's multiple lessons in what, what their response is. Number one, they did not engage. Somebody came looking for a fight, they said, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're not going to get any kind of engagement from me. alaikum. And out the side door. Just like that. So that's the first lesson. Do not engage. No good will come of it. No khair will come of it. Do not engage. Number two. When not engaging, there's also a choice to be made on how you disengage. Right? Because one way to disengage is Allah. Right? Ya jahil. Right? There's, there's one way to disengage and that is to curse them. May God ruin you. You ignorant fool. Right? Heathen. Right? That's one way to say like, I'm not messing with you. Why? Shaitan. Okay? But you know what you did? you at some level did something worse than what that person was doing. Because Allah describes that person's action as jahala, ignorance. Part of ignorance is they just didn't know any better. They didn't know any better. That's how they were raised, that's how they were conditioned, that's all they've ever known. So that's how they acted. What you did is so much worse. Because you basically spoke down to them. You think you're better than them. 
you talk down to them that's kibr that's kibr the hadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam talks about the fact that allah does not love kullu utullin jawadin mustakbirin allah does not love arrogant people allah will forgive ignorant people but allah does not love arrogant people ignorance is a condition arrogance is a disease it's a problem it's a bad habit it's a terrible decision and choice and so that's the thing one can say oh well i didn't engage with him but you disengaged while being arrogant there's no good there's no khair in that and the third thing is this if we are truly ambassadors of this deen and this religion we've been talking about it up till now this whole month this is the religion of peace this is a religion of tranquility this is a religion of serenity allah is assalam allahumma anta assalam wa minka assalam oh allah you are the grantor of peace and from you only from you comes peace wallahu yad'u ila dar assalam allah is calling us to the abode of peace the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is rahmatul lil alamin the mercy for all of mankind and humanity so if we are truly ambassadors of this true religion and the revelation from allah the quran and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam then we need to even when disengaging from someone who is behaving ignorantly even in that we need to be merciful and so you disengage while making dua for them assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh may the peace and blessings of allah be upon you may the mercy of allah descend upon you and may the blessings of allah be with you you make dua for the person and what makes somebody really truly special is not only did you disengage while making dua for them salam but later on that night when you take out time to make dua to allah maybe before you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning or when you're having your suhoor or whenever that moment is you remember that person and you make dua for them at that time and that's who the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was and that's what the teachings of our deen are so talking about peace and tranquility and mercy that the way to acquire mercy the way to acquire peace and tranquility is to conduct yourself in a dignified manner in a compassionate respectful way and the more you make dua for allah to grant peace and tranquility to others the more you will be able to achieve it and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all amongst the ranks of the servants of the most merciful ibadur rahman amin ya rabbil alamin